Good evening, everybody, or shall I say good morning. We uh, want to do another Marriage Monday. You know, if you remember uh, last week, and you can go back and look at the other podcast, this is going to be our second Marriage Monday uh, here with my wife, Renee. Hello. Yeah, and so uh, thank you for listening, first and foremost. I appreciate all the responses we've been getting. Uh, please make sure you take a look at the podcast, uh, doing a sermon Sunday. Got a great sermon for you that we uh, had yesterday morning at church talking about what is worship and some wonderful thoughts there for you. I'd ask you to be encouraged by that and challenged by that. Also doing Family Fridays. I had our youngest daughter and middle daughter on with us Friday night as we were doing the Family Friday and talking about the family relationship. But tonight we just wanted to continue our discussion. And again, thank you for listening and joining us as we, you know, just talk about the early years. And we talked a lot last week about how it all began, mm-hmm. you know, the, the wonderful dating time and three uh, over three years of talking on the phone and getting to know each other real well, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the relationship was very important to have a relationship without any, you know, uh, trying to impress each other or anything like that. It was just getting to know each other and being best friends and uh, before we ever got to go out and to meet each other face to face. But uh, tonight we're going to talk about kind of those early years, you know, and some of the things that stand out there. And really, I think the whole theme that we talked about was uh, what? Living on love, right? Oh, yeah. Living on love. Um, You know, when you start out and, you know, you get married straight out of high school, got pregnant a month after we got married. And you're very poor. And you're very poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were, those were tough days. Um, You know, all times are challenging, but especially being a young Couple starting out trying to learn how to how to live, how to be on our own. You mm-hmm. know, we we moved out and got married there um, at the same time, and so had a lot of life changes going on. And then being pregnant, you know, the pregnancy. Oh, I remember uh, those wonderful days. Yeah, was it wonderful, really? <laughs> well, it wasn't too bad for me. <laughs> you know, I think you might have had a harder deal than I did, right? But uh, oh, probably. You know, I remember I remember those early days and Chicken Littles. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Chicken Little song? I do. I sing a song. Yeah, what does it say? Chicken Little. No, you say, ay, 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 Yeah, ay. I ain't singing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Chicken Little song. I used to sing that, uh, and so that would be my cue to go get some Chicken Littles, right? Chicken Little Sandwiches, the KFC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those I were... I those when I was pregnant with... With, with that first one. Yep, yeah, with that first one. With that first one. With that first one, Brittany. Brittany. Uh, yeah, so we hope to get her on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Getting pregnant a month after we got married, uh, you know, we always left it up to God. You know, and said, hey, you know, it's up to God for whatever he would have us to, to happen in our life, right? Again, that living on love and living on faith. And um, I remember, you know, we didn't have any insurance. No health insurance. No health insurance. And here we are now a month into our marriage. Can't put food hardly on the table. And... Uh, now we've got to figure out how to get this baby to the into the world, and um, we went and tried to get some help. Well, we was at the hospital. They had a clinic for uninsured patients, and we went to apply for assistance with them. And they looked at our pay stubs and just basically laughed. And they're like, "Well, you all make too much money." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. You make too much money. Yeah, oh yeah. We made a whole lot of money. I made $3.35 an hour. Yeah, and I was, I think, $284 a week, you know, as a, as a shift manager at rallies. And, uh, but what they said was, if you were single or divorced, we could help you. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. 
-hmm. you know, that were sitting there and, you know, because we were married and pregnant, there was nothing they could do, you know, to help us. And you you talk about a tough time, you know, really. I mean, you know, here I am, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, how are we going to do this? So we had, we paid for our first child outright. Yeah, we we own her. (laughs) We own her. Brittany, Brittany, you know, she is lock, stock, and barrel. We bought her. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, not only, you know, did we have no insurance and paid for, she also had a, a heart murmur. And when uh, she was born, yep. That was a struggle, you know, to, you know, be with you. And, you know, I was trying to be with you in the hospital as much as I could, but also trying to work. And I remember getting the phone call from you being all tore up because there was something wrong with the baby. Here again, we are now, you know, at this point, 19 years old, you know, 18 when we got married and 19 when we had her and... You know, it was, uh, again, even more of a challenge and a, a time of being in the NICU. And so that bill went up. I, I think it was like $6,000. I honestly do. I'm trying to remember, remember, but it was around $6,000 in 1989. And I will you know, say, though, by the time the baby was born, you were able to get insurance through your work and put the baby on there, at least. We still had a bill. But I wasn't insured. Yeah, we still had about a $6,000 bill. So she was on there, but I don't think the birth was. No. Yeah, so no, it, like no. I said, we paid for her birth. She that was, was covered, pre-existing, but, but I was not. Yeah, yeah. So, we like I said, we own her. She can't. Uh, she can't <laughs> deny. We have a receipt. You know, ultimately uh, went to collections. You know, and but we paid it. You know, the bank, the hospital just didn't like the you know small payments. But uh, you know, it all worked out again in the long run, and uh, we made it through. But uh, challenging times again, as uh, we all face them, and you just got to hold on to God and hold on to love. Uh, living by love, right? That's um, how we made it through. But yeah, those those early days, um, you know, we talked about living on love. Um, you know, we didn't have much. We didn't have much. I remember uh, we kept money on top of the refrigerator, our spare change, because back then we didn't have credit card or debit cards from the bank or anything. I mean, it was cash or check is our forms of payment. And we keep all of our spare change in that jar above the refrigerator. And I remember scraping money, getting change out, just so that we can go up to the store mm-hmm. and buy whatever we needed. Because we cooked at home a lot. Yeah. We didn't eat out every night or often. We had our little, uh, little efficiency apartment. Mm-hmm. Basically one big room with a bedroom <laughs> then. That was the only door. And we had two doors in the place, door to the bedroom, and then in the bedroom there was a door to the bathroom. That was it. Otherwise, just one big open space with your little dining room we had with our little glass top table and those mm-hmm. brass chairs. Everybody had those at some point, didn't they? It was the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Chicken Littles, the ne- Neapolitan ice cream. You know, that was, uh, you know, that was our treat. You know, that was taking that change and uh, being able to go to the store. And, you know, I remember, you know, getting to the checkout line and, you know, if you didn't do the math correctly in your head, uh, you had to put something back. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it'd be the Neapolitan ice cream. You know, we'd so have to go back. That would be the the one. And back in the day, you used to be able to float a check. Anybody remember what floating <laughs> a check was? You know, you could write a check, and then you'd have maybe two days before it would clear the bank. And so you'd cross your fingers that they didn't go to the bank the next morning. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't get through there too soon. So I don't know how we'd make it in today's modern times with debit cards and even checks that are instantly cashed and the money's transferred, uh, we, we'd have starved to death, wouldn't we? You know, so. But we made it. We made it. And yeah. you know what? I mean, through all of our ups and downs, through these past 30-whatever years, and... 30-whatever? <laughs> it's 30. 30 year, Going 30 on 31. Years. You know, we're 30 and a, not even a half yet. 
<laughs> but we knew each other a few years before that. Yeah. So anyway, but you always make it through no matter what. Yeah. You always make it through. When you think you're not going to make it, you always make it through. Well, and that's the thing of having God in the midst. You know, when God's the third strand in your marriage that holds you together, it's always amazing how the, the numbers don't add up on paper. He always found a way to come through. A church would call me to preach, and we'd make a few dollars there. Or, you know, this something would happen. I mean, uh, someone would just bless us, and, mm -hmm. you know, God made it through. I mean, I always say it. It didn't add up on paper. I mean, there was a lot of times in our life that, the money coming in didn't pay the bills. Oh, I remember I remember going to church and coming home and going through my purse and there's a twenty dollar bill in my purse. I'm like, how'd that twenty dollar bill get in my purse? You know? Just it, it found its way there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and at first again, I mean, you know, we it took starting a family to get us back into church, you know, and as I've right. shared before about me, particularly being a pastor's kid, about not being into church. I was physically there and demanded to be there and made to be there, but you know, it took the family and it took getting us going and wanting our family to be in church that got me back into church, mm -hmm. you know, and but living on love. I mean, you know, that's what it was about those first few years and still is today. You know, that, that tank never empties, you know, in mm -hmm. fact, continues to be full and fills up over and over. Uh, but the, the bank account, eh, this keeps staying dry. You know, that's a different story. But yeah, the, the Neapolitan ice cream, you used to go to the IGA. The IGA. IGA. And we'd get Neapolitan ice cream and uh, what a treat. And then, you know, back then I didn't like the strawberry. You know, I think I liked a little bit of strawberry, the vanilla, and you liked the chocolate. Yep. And you probably made do eating some of the strawberry too. Sometimes. Sometimes. I think we had a fridge full of strawberry. <laughs> Probably did, yeah. So we weren't that hungry, were we? No, you know? I guess not. You used to always tell the kids when they were younger, they're not that hungry if they can't find anything to eat in there. So, Because uh, if you're hungry, you'll find something, won't you? But yep, the living on love. You know, that uh, love always gets you through. You know, that's the bottom line that you need to hold on to. And, you know, that's why we laugh. You know, you have to laugh. I mean, there's there are hard times. And the family is constantly under attack. I mean, the devil wants nothing more than to destroy the basic building block of society and life that God created. Uh, and marriage and family is that foundation, is that beginning piece. And I'm just glad that God brought us together and you know, gave us the love that we have that we can make it through, continue to go even to this day. Yep. I think you said the other day, I'm still the best thing you have. The best option you have. What'd you say? What? I don't remember yeah, that at all. You said, you said you're just the best you, ha you can what? Have, the best you can have. So <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> anything like that. Oh goodness. No. I tell you what, after thirty years my memory is not the same <laughs> <laughs> uh, at all. <laughs> well, good thing our love is greater and better and more well, yeah, I guess. than ever before. That's what you keep telling me. I remind you of that over and over and over. <laughs> We'll tell the horse story some other time. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what's wrong with your memory is being kicked by a horse. Yeah. So we'll we'll tell that story on another day. But just remember, bottom line, you know, start out with a deep relationship, hold on to that relationship, and let love hold you together. You know, it's not about money, it's not about things, it's about love. And whether we live in a cardboard box or a van down by the river, we still have love, and that's all that matters. You'll always get through. Yep. You'll always get you'll through always it. You'll always get through it. It may be ugly, but you'll get through it. Amen. 
All right, y'all. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Hope you've enjoyed our broadcast, our Marriage Monday, right? Right. As we uh, try to, again, to share some of our life experiences with you and encourage you. Uh, don't forget, reach out to us. Say hi. Let us know if the broadcast are encouraging to you. Uh, you can drop me a line at... Uh, Gmail at uh, pastorgreg2 at gmail.com. Again, that's P-A-S-T-O-R-G-R-E-G-2 at gmail.com. Or Facebook. You can find me on Facebook as Pastor Greg 2 And you can also then find me on the internet at pastorgreg.net. So whatever you have, there's a suggestion, anything you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, we'd love to read your responses. So please leave us a, an iTunes review. And I hope you've enjoyed this evening. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.